ladies and gentlemen, welcome to episode 53 of He Book, She Book. He's Mike. She's Becca. And before we get into anything with Elimination Chamber, we need to talk about the fact that Cody Rhodes and Brandy Rhodes have left AEW. Yeah, so this is going to be mostly us reacting to the Elimination Chamber premium live event yeah. uh, and then what it means in terms of how we're going to WrestleMania. But the biggest news, which is crazy because there's two big news stories that came out this week. And one is uh, very overshadowed. Yes. And the biggest one is that Cody Rhodes and Brandy are no longer with AEW. And we knew this a few weeks ago that they had announced that they were free agents Everybody just figured, you know, they'll re-sign, do whatever, maybe work it into an angle. Right. Uh, Cody kind of, like, tiptoed around it in his last promo, which turns out is his last promo mm-hmm. in AEW. And the rumor is that Cody's going back to WWE, the company that he, you know, left. And even he said himself he, he thought he burned that bridge. Yeah, for real. Everybody thought he burned that bridge. And it turns out, um, I mean, we knew this before because... Vince McMahon will unburn any bridge as long as it makes him some kind of money. Yeah. Uh, And Cody, getting Cody away from AEW is bigger for WWE than it is for AEW losing Cody. Yes. Because everybody that's moved has jumped from WWE to AEW, most of which were releases. Yeah, Cody's going to be the first one to go from WWE to AEW back to WWE. Yes, and by choice. Yes. Like, this is... I mean, it's it's huge for Vince, obviously. This is him signing away probably what he perceives to be AEW's biggest star. Yeah, but Other like, than, like, is Punk he... and Danielson. It, he's not. No. He's absolutely He's a not. mid-card for sure. And, I mean, that's by his own doing. Yeah. It was his idea to have the, uh, the stipulation that he will never challenge for the AEW World Championship again. And that really kind of destroyed any kind of ceiling he had in the company or or lowered it dramatically to where he could only really win the TNT title. But the thing is with Cody Rhodes, like, he basically made AEW. He was a huge part of it. And Tony Khan um, said so in, you know, he had a press release and Cody and Brandy had their own releases and and you had all these different stories coming out that some people are happy backstage that they're leaving, some people are not as happy. Uh, But, I mean, either way, this is, it's crazy to think of. That, it's insane. I mean, it, it's it's not crazy if you look at it from Cody Rhodes left WWE because he wanted to prove that he was a bigger star than Vince thought he was. Because Cody was always just stuck in that mid card. Right. And the Stardust character and that all thing, that Aye. just didn't work out. It that was, was not good. No. And Cody leaving was just him trying to prove himself. And he ended up being the, you know, spearheading this complete revolution of wrestling and helping to create AEW, which is now WWE's biggest competitor, and now he's leaving. And I think, like, it's a little bit good for WWE in the sense that, like, Cody was a lot of the brain behind AEW. Initially, yes. Right. At this point, no. Right. At this point, there's a whole team behind it, but he was, like, the initial brain, and he can bring that if they let him to WWE and be like, this is how we were beating you guys in ratings. This is what we were doing. And it could be something. Now, I don't know so much on the Brandy Rhodes end of it. Like, is she going back to WWE? She's taking time off. Is she done wrestling? Like, there's not so much about Brandy other than the fact that, like, she may or may not be a package deal. I don't. I don't think they're going to be a package deal. I, I don't either. I, you could absolutely bring them in as a package deal. I just. I don't think 
because she was just an announcer, really. Right. Um, in WWE, she was never a wrestler, and she wanted to go to a, she in AEW. She wanted to be. People gave her shit always. Yes. I mean, like for the amount of time she was actually on TV, people acted like she was like front and center all of the time. Right, and she wasn't. And she wasn't, but she got a ton of hate online, and I could see her just kind of just sitting back for a while, um, you know, and, and not at least going with Cody initially. I could see Vince just being like, why would I want to bring uh, Brandy? Right. Because, I mean, she really... What does she bring to the table? Exactly. What does she bring to the table? And, like, you could bring them in as a pair. They would get just an insane amount of heat at some point because you can just have him do basically the same spiel and same gimmick that he was doing in AEW. But at least, you know, I I just... This whole... It's just shocking, man. It's just weird to, to see that Cody is going back. But at the same time, think of the guys that Vince got rid of and didn't see anything in or just, you know, let leave. Like, guys like Drew McIntyre made themselves a bigger star. They come back. Vince gives them the money and then gives them a big push because they made themselves a star outside of this company. Same thing with Bobby Lashley. Uh, Brock Lesnar made himself an even bigger draw. Like, guys leave on bad terms or, you know, whatever terms, and then they make themselves bigger stars and they come back, and Vince, I think, respects that. Yeah, I I agree with that. I, I to what you said about, like, Cody can kind of give that inside baseball of, like, how yes. AEW was doing things. That would be very smart of Vince to do. Like, ask, like, hey, how did you end up destroying what NXT was? Right. And, the, like, why did you make me change NXT? Yes. And then completely, like, they dismantled NXT. It is yeah. nothing that it was before. And it's definitely not as good as it was before. And Cody might be able to help bring anything to the table at this point he was in their biggest competition and they were doing well yeah, so the, the he could bring is, this like something like, up but like does vince listen to him no no like, that's why vince i said like he could see cody as cody yeah or he's does like he little baby roads that's the, it's like if so if this was all like a money thing that like some reports are like cody just wanted to be paid more and like tony khan wouldn't pay him like the main eventer that he thought he was Vince will pay you. Oh, yeah, he will. Vince will will throw a check at you. But the thing is, Vince, if he's going to pay you that much money, I feel like he's going to want to make you the star he's paying I'm you to be. I'm very intrigued by it. Very intrigued by it. Because there are so many different ways that we can go with this. Because say he does bring Brandy back with him. And then Brandy isn't that big of a wrestler. So, like, is it going to be a management thing? Is it going to be, like, a Miz and Maurice thing? Like, are we just going to do couples at that point with it? Is he just going to be a... That would be a huge waste. I know. But, like, is he just going to be a mid-card again? Is he going to the top? Like, if at Mania, Roman Reigns wins and then goes, that's it. I've beat every single person on this roster. Who's next? Nobody. Goldberg. And then... (laughs) No. Goldberg again. No. Goldberg's done, hopefully. But, like, you know, that's what I'm thinking. Like, on SmackDown after Mania, Roman's going to come out and just be like, I'm the best there is. The best there was. I said this the other day. Like, he's basically a heart now. And he's going to come out and just be like, nobody can beat me. And then cue Cody Rhodes music. That's absolutely what I would do. It's That's how it should be done. I will not accept anything else. The... the, I guess the the question is, do you strike while the iron's hot? And do you debut him on Raw this week? Or do you debut him on SmackDown this week? And I would say no to that. Just because I feel like WrestleMania is pretty much set. We'll get to Elimination Chamber in a moment, and we'll we'll go over the fact that we have our main event. We have our women's title on both brands. We have those Honestly, we probably have both nights' main events. 
Yes, we. Ha- I think we do. At this point, we have both nights main, main events, and I don't think Cody fits in in the no. plans right now. No, Cody fits in the week after Mania. Exactly. I think you. If I were doing this, I would just kind of, you know, pump the brakes on it, mm-hmm. and you know, figure out really lay out what you're going to do with Cody, and start that on the night after Mania or the SmackDown after Mania. Bring him out and yet have him challenge Roman. See if he can hold up as like, just you know, even hint at the fact like I couldn't challenge for that title. Right. So I came over here because I'm going to challenge for that title. And, and at like, that point, it, it's it's a different title, right? And that would be amazing in the little bit of the aspect of like, oh my God, they mentioned the other brand. Yeah, just like, you know, well, like a little you, bit. You kind of almost have to, yes. right? Because like Cody, you just signed an EVP. Yes. You signed an executive vice president of AEW and like who was the face initially. Mm-hmm. And like, I mean, he had like he has shows on TBS like they made like Rhodes to the Top was the thing. He's a judge on that Go Big show. Like TBS was really kind of building around the Rhodes family. And then you just stole that from them. Yes. And if I'm Fox, I want that dude to be facing Roman Reigns on my show or at least promoting for like the neck for what wrestlemania backlash oh my god right like i would just not put cody on tv until the night or the smackdown after wrestlemania i think that would be the best way to go we might as well get into elimination chamber because we're already talking about roman reigns and for some reason he opened this show um i don't know why that bothered me but like not bothered me it more like blew my mind that like roman reigns was the opener but it was him and goldberg of course he opened rumble too yeah, he did. Yeah, he's been opening shows a yeah, lot lately. Yeah, he's a show opener. But, like, you'd think you'd want him to close the show, but they can't because Brock, Brock Lesnar's Lesnar here exists. and yeah. Brock Lesnar's closing the show. So Roman Reigns versus Goldberg opens a show for the Universal Championship. This was not a long match. Yeah, six it was six minutes later. Yes, it was exactly what we said on our last episode. It was a bunch of spear, 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 spear. Six minutes later, Roman wins by putting Goldberg to sleep. Different ending than I thought was going to happen. Yeah, I mean, this was just, I mean, let's, this was shit. This was absolute garbage. I mean, this, it it wasn't going, we knew this was not going to be a a five-star classic. This was not going to be anything other than just a quick, you know, Goldberg's going to go out and then he's going to cash his paycheck and he's going to leave. The fact that Roman won by like just putting Goldberg to sleep is, it was just a weird finish. It was a very weird finish. Because like, if that's the last we see of Goldberg, like what a just... What I, a just, I feel like because of know. that finish, it's not the last that we're going to see of Goldberg. I would sure like it and, to be. But if it's not the last we're going to see of Goldberg, if he is going to have one more match. Give him Biggie. Give him Biggie. Give him Biggie please, Mania. Please. Please. I don't even care when it is. Just give him Biggie. But like he... Lesnar, not Lesnar, Goldberg kept saying, I don't care if I'm 22 or 52, I'm just as good as I was. And it's like, mm, there, no, you no, weren't. No, no, you're not, not sir. No, you're not. Well, but he was trying to say, like, the, the age doesn't matter. It's like, yes, it does. But kinda, it does in like, a so physical much, thing like this. Not so much in wrestling. But kind of. But, like, come on. Kind of. Yeah. And, like, there's a reason that match was only six minutes long. Exactly. But it was exactly what we thought it was going to be. It did the ending was weird but it the outcome was what we thought it was going to be that was the theme of the night i think was that the outcome was exactly what we expected for pretty much every single match yeah 
and like the in-between was just kind of like all right well like we know the finishes hopefully the in-between will be fun the women's elimination chamber match i think we both knew where this was gonna go loved it though but i thought this was the best match on the card i agree with that i enjoyed this match a lot so good uh, you had you know alexa bliss rhea ripley bianca belair Dewdrop, Ale- uh, nikki ash and Liv morgan and every woman got their shine in this match. Yo, and they all have to have different gear in Saudi Arabia. And they all looked amazing. I'll tell you what, some of their gear I wish was their normal gear. I thought Dewdrop was spectacular. Yes! Rhea Ripley, oh my god. Oh my god. Liv Morgan with her Britney Spears look. Loved all of it. Nikki all looked of exactly them. the same. <laughs> <laughs> all of their gear looked amazing. They all looked amazing. Uh, Liv Morgan and Nikki A.S.H. started off, and then it was just obviously one after another. Rhea gets the first elimination, then Liv gets an elimination, which I was actually very thankful for. And one of the things that we do have to comment on before any of the people, before the match even started, when all of the women were getting put in their little pods, Alexa Bliss comes out last, but she is not starting the match. So no, we, it was so weird. We were so like, we were like confused. Why are Nikki and Liv standing in this ring and like nobody's going into that last pod? Like it doesn't make any sense. And then Alexa comes out and she goes over to the pod and there's a swing in it. And I loved that. Yeah. I, it was I such love a. We were both just confused. We're like, okay, this isn't how you do. Yeah, usually entrances. the last two people that come out are yeah. the people who start the match. Because so, you noticed it when Nikki came out, she didn't go into her pod. And I'm yes. like, oh well, everybody's been doing like the, they're going to pose down a little bit and then they'll go into their pod. And she never did. Mm-hmm. And then Liv comes out and she does her pose and she doesn't go into her pod. And then Alexa has the swing in hers and it was I liked that just small little touch. Yes, it was nice. Uh, we knew Bianca was going to come out last, uh, but. Everybody got their shine a little bit in this match. Rhea eliminates Nikki, uh, just, you know, continuing that nonsense, hopefully ending that whole thing. Yes. Um, and then you had um, Dewdrop gets eliminated by Liv Morgan, so Liv Morgan gets an elimination. You had, um, what was it, Liv Morgan got eliminated next, right? Yep, by Alexa Bliss. Alexa Bliss, who the crowd was amped for, yeah, bro. I was very worried about this being her first match back because I wasn't sure how, like, the Saudi crowd obviously a lot of things are the same but like they love goldberg so like they were excited to see goldberg so like there were things that i was worried about and alexa's pop was one of them and she got a pop at her entrance she got a pop when her pod opened she got a pop when she she was doing her flippies like we got to see the heel alexa bliss that was allowed to do like her gymnastics and i was very excited about that because she's very good at that and she eliminates Liv morgan bianca eliminates rhea ripley like it was very good and the final two were bianca and alexa and i yeah i thought alexa looked amazing so good like she hadn't worked since september everything looked very fluid there were some like hiccups but the fact that she gets to go back to that fun move set yes is what mattered the most to me and like she's not doing the you know the mind game nonsense it was just like i'm just gonna come and hit you yeah hit you in the face and i'm gonna backflip i'm gonna do her like back handsprings. She did all of her fun. She did her uh, hit her. Uh, just everything was flowing well. And then like the, yeah, the fact that they ended with Bianca and Alexa was very interesting. I was hoping they could kind of find a hinky way to like not pin Alexa, but at the same time, we knew Bianca was going to win this match. Yeah, and but she like, does. I wanted Rhea to win it so bad. Yeah, I don't know what they're waiting for with Rhea Ripley. She looks like a star. She gets reactions like a star, and she I works just love like a star. her so much. Her and Bianca, there's just that chemistry there. Yes, that they still have not really like bottled yet because mm-hmm. they were the last two in last year's Rumble. They were, you know, they had their face to face in in this match, and 
they work so well together. So because they're like, two big, strong women. I was just women. going to say that height-wise, they are very equal. Athletic-wise, like they at one point it was. Um, Bianca had Liv Morgan and Rhea had Alexa Bliss and they're doing the same moves and then they drop down and the way Bianca gets up is just Bianca's so strong and just is able to bounce up like it's nothing and Rhea like mid-match gives her props for that like she was and like slapped her like why would yes, you show me up yes it was, it was very it was so yeah. good like the story that they can put on while the match is happening is amazing and I, I want to see them because now that Bianca wins this match and she's going to mania it makes me think what's next for bianca because a little bit of me does think that she's going to take this title she at needs mania to. She needs to. and then like who's going to be the next one for bianca and why wouldn't it be Rhea? yeah i mean we we had uh, becky lynch versus lita for the women's championship on this show so, i love so this match too the it elimination wasn't like chamber. as crazy as the elimination chamber no. but i did like this match a lot it's just because I love both of these women. Going into this match, we know Bianca's going to face the winner at WrestleMania. Yes. Um, and Lita, as as much as, you know, she is a legend, she's a Hall of Famer, she did really well in this match. It was, we knew where this was going. Right. And again, it's this, it's like the recurring theme of this night. Like, we're very happy to see Lita here. It's really cool for Becky. I The finish just felt kind of clunky. Like, I don't know what's going on with Becky's matches that all of their finishes, all of her title match finishes just feel off or like clunky she finishes with like lita hits her twist of fate crowd goes nuts lita hits her moonsault crowd goes nuts and like almost gets it yes and then Becky gets up. hit her moonsault hits lita's moonsault at one point but that was yeah that was weird that it was so weird <laughs> but lita hits her moonsault and then she's picking becky up she's gonna finally finish her and it, it just turns into a manhandle slam one two three and that was it and mm -hmm. it just felt very flat yeah it felt like we were missing a step yeah, because like it, I don't think the crowd even realized what happened. Like, no, I, think I didn't the crowd even realize thought what happened. Lita like DDT'd her or something, yes. and it was actually just Becky hit her manhandle slam, and it just and the crowd booed. Yeah, they it, booed hard because the crowd was very hot for Lita at yes. that point, and the crowd yes. really wanted it. Uh, but yeah, you have now Becky versus Bianca again, so mm -hmm. there's like some history to go back to. It's not too recent uh, that they went against each other, but this is where I think you. I mean, I think Bianca's going to win again. I think this is—I think she's going to back-to-back at Mania win the Women's Championship. I, I like the idea of that, like, because she lost that title to Becky in whatever, 36 seconds or some shit. Yes. So, like, get that back. Like, get that win back over Becky. And Bianca is a good champion, and I can't say that she's not. And I, I do love Becky Lynch, so I'm always just, like, give Becky the title, but... Mania is a whole different setup, and before when we were still trying to pick our, you know, who we thought was going to win this at the Elimination Chamber, I just kept thinking, like, who do I want to see go against Becky? Like, no offense, I don't want to see Liv Morgan go against Becky. I don't necessarily, again, no. right, like, I don't necessarily want to see Nikki ISH go for this. Like, Dewdrop, I might have. Like, I might have. Rhea, 100%. I wanted her to win. Right before this match started, I was like, she's my pick. I want her to win. And then when Becky, or when Bianca won, I'm now I'm like, I think I do want Bianca to take this title from Becky. Yeah, I mean, this reign has gone on long enough, I yes, think. Yes, I think it's time. And I, yeah, I definitely think... Like, the shine has kind of come off of this title reign with Becky, and it's just, it's time to move on to something else. I, I, I'm more curious to see what they do with Alexa Bliss going forward. Yes. Like, if she even has 
something set up for WrestleMania because, I mean, you can't deny her popularity. For real. Everybody went crazy for her. And, it, I mean, she seemed like one of the most over people in this in the Elimination Chamber, if not, like... The whole night, the I whole feel night. like. And you, you, you have to also keep in mind there are major players that are not active right now. Yes. So, Bailey, Asuka... I mean, Lacey Evans to an extent. I don't think they're. I don't think any of them come back for Mania at this point. I think you're just waiting till after. But yeah. that's where things get interesting because I think you have pretty much all the women set up for Mania. Mm-hmm. Uh, but what comes after is the most interesting part because I do think Bianca wins, and you could go with Rhea because I mean, there we really do have that history that we haven't touched on enough. But then you also have fresh opponents for her. like Alexa Bliss would be interesting. Yeah, Oscar would be interesting. You have a ton of opponents lined up for Bianca. That B- Becky, for the most part, has already all beaten. Yeah. There's way more matchups if we just go with Bianca here. And then Becky can be a star doing her own thing right. somewhere she else. She doesn't need the title to be no. a star. Not at this point. And especially bring Bailey back or bring Asuka back. She can work somebody else and stay out of that title picture. Or you do like a triple threat and move on to something with like WrestleMania backlash. Right. And then on the other end of the women's division at Mania, we have Charlotte Flair. We know she's going against Ronda Rousey at Mania. And during the Elimination Chamber, we have Charlotte and Sonya versus Ronda and Naomi. And there's like a weird stipulation that Sonya threw in there like last minute. She like snuck it into the the contract signing on Friday night that Ronda needs to have one hand tied behind her back. And okay, whatever like nobody really cares this was definitely a bathroom break i feel like for most people it was an all right match but it wasn't like to follow the elimination chamber yeah it just it just fell flat yes i mean yes i don't think ronda's nearly as over and like as popular as vince seems to think she is yes like ronda was really popular five years ago Mm -hmm. in the ufc when she was dominating everyone winning in the first round of every fight and then she got knocked out. And then she got knocked out again. And then she came to WWE, and she was over because she looked really good, like, as a rookie. And then she, fans started to hate her because she started talking shit about, you know, this comp to about wrestling. Right. And how it's fake and how, you know, she could beat up everybody. And she didn't really handle the, like, she didn't handle being a heel at all. No. She still doesn't. She recently said that, that she does not like being booed. And as a heel, you kind of have to just suck that shit up. I think they're trying to just go with the route of like, all right, that's why she's not facing Becky, because the fans will cheer for Becky. They will boo Charlotte because Charlotte knows how to get booed. But like at the same time, like this match just fell flat in all ways. I didn't like anything about it. And like, I don't know what it helped. Like, what no did idea. It, what did it do to make anybody look better? I have no idea. Or, like, make me more excited for Charlotte and Ronda? Because, like, it, it won. Ronda can now only use one arm, so and she I feel looks like even we, worse than she did. We barely like, even saw Charlotte and Ronda interact in this. No, which I thought was good. But at the same time, like, I, I feel like having Ronda have one arm tied behind her back was, one, supposed to make her look like a badass, but two also give her more leniency of, like, she doesn't look very good in the ring. It's like, oh, well, she has one arm tied behind her right. back, that's why. But I feel like there's just something hugely missing with that match that it, it's not nearly as interesting as it would have been two or three years ago. Yeah. Uh, especially, like, when it main-evented WrestleMania, when you had Ronda and Charlotte and Becky. This does not hit the same way at all. No, not even a little bit. And, I mean, Ronda does get this win with one arm tied behind her back. She taps out Sonya. And so, like, this, to me, should have been, like, a pre-show match. 
that's what it felt like. It, it's exactly it's, like, what it, had, it felt like, but it was in the middle of the card. Yeah, because like, I mean, the the last buildup for this was on SmackDown. They had that contract signing, which just looked like shit. Yeah, which was also terrible. It, it was all over Twitter just how bad it looked, and they did a okay job of making it look better um, because it was pre-taped. But like, I wasn't excited for this match. No, and this match didn't make me excited for the next match. Right, I. At this point, I don't care about Ronda and Charlotte at Mania. No, not at all. So I am worried slash intrigued, I guess, to see how they try to fix this because we they need something. Right, they like, need a we Sasha can't Banks be the only one or something. Right? Because like this is, I mean, like this whole WrestleMania card is very like anti what fans seem to want. Right. right? So it's very um like worrisome honestly to be like where how are you going to build this up for the fans if none of the fans or if some of the fans don't necessarily want this stuff like you have a lot of excited guys. for it you have a lot of guys right now like seth rollins doesn't have a partner you have aj styles edge all these people don't have matches yet and there's right. still plenty of time to put them on the card but like the, you know the main matches right now and like we know that Drew McIntyre is probably going to end up facing Baron Corbin at this ma- at this WrestleMania. We have to talk about Drew McIntyre's match well, yeah. during Elimination Chamber. We'll get to because, that in a second. Holy shit! Because we also have we know that Sami Zayn is your Intercontinental Champion, and he better face Johnny Knoxville at like, WrestleMania. I think that's for sure going to happen. I want that to happen. And you had Miz have a promo uh, during Saudi Arabia uh, or uh, during this pay per view. I'm sorry, premium live event that he wants to face off against the Mysterios, and he has a partner in mind, right? Rumor is it's Logan Paul, because Lo- Logan Paul has to be Somewhere you know, in wrestling for some reason. And, like, who cares about that? Nobody. And, like, that's obviously a WrestleMania setup. And you have also... I mean, should we talk about the the other rumor? So there, yes, because we did kind of say this in the very beginning, how there are two big things that are circulating in the wrestling world, one of which being Cody Rhodes and Brandy, just dip in from AEW. And the other one that is being very overshadowed by the roads right now is the fact that we might see Stone Cold at WrestleMania. Yeah, 19 years later. And like, what a big deal. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's a huge, it's a massive rumor right now that it, I mean, you can confirm it all you want. I'm not going to believe it until I, I see that match graphic. Yeah. That it's uh, actually going to I'm not going to believe it until I hear that glass shatter. And like you have Mania. this you have this going down in Dallas, Texas. It makes perfect sense. It you have the Undertaker sense. going into the Hall of Fame. Like that makes perfect it sense all as makes well. It makes sense. It but, makes sense as to why Kevin Owens is hating on Texas. Yes, Kevin Owens last couple weeks he went from, you know, I, I love Texas so much to this past week shitting all over Texas and people were like, "Oh, well, why is that?" And the rumor is because Stone Cold is going to somehow, like, 19 years ago, Stone Cold Steve Austin wrestled at WrestleMania 19 against The Rock. It was the third time they fought, uh, fought, uh, went against each other. <laughs> Jesus. And Stone Cold lost that match. And nobody knew at the time, but that was Stone Cold's last match. Yes. And it, it always kind of was a shame that we didn't get to build it up as Stone Cold's last match. And everybody wanted him to come back to face CM Punk 10 years ago. And that never happened. And the fact that now we're 10 years later and now all of a sudden Stone Cold might be doing it at like 56, 7, 8. I don't know exactly how old Stone Cold is, but this is crazy. 
And we, for the last few weeks, were saying, oh, Kevin Owens is going to face Seth and Rollins. And it should be a main event, and it's not going to be right. if it happens. Right. And, like, that's crazy to me, too. Like, it's just not going to be. But I take back everything I said about wanting Seth and Kevins to, to fight each other. I no yeah, longer that's want the door. that. Like, Seth Rollins, now, what do you do with what this guy? What is he going to do? Like, go figure something else out for him. Give us Stone Cold. I would have loved to see Seth Rollins win the Elimination Chamber. Yes. And then have Cody come out and like challenge Seth for the title. That would have been a really cool way of doing Cody's like redebut and giving Seth a dance partner that he deserves. But well, that like, might be the way to get Cody in before Mania. But, like, but also for what? Yeah, like there like, is nothing. No there's nothing on to, the line. Yeah, yeah. Like, I don't, it, it's the the fact that Stone Cold might be facing Kevin Owens is insane to me. Okay, it is crazy. We'll, it is actually crazy. We'll talk more about that as we learn, learn more more about it because I still just think it's very unlikely that Stone Cold works an actual match. Like I could see them having a face to face of sorts, right? Or, or like having like a meeting or like like having some kind of interaction. I just don't see Stone Cold working an actual wrestling match in 2022. I mean, listen, if Goldberg's still out here doing listen, it. testosterone replacement surgery or, or, or testosterone replacement therapy is amazing. <laughs> and like they can, they've, I'm sure he's had all the surgeries he needs. I'm sure he feels fantastic. Edge yeah. has come back. Lead has come back. Brian Danielson's come back. All these people have come back from major injuries and major reasons why they had to retire. And maybe Stone Cold wants to be that next person and get that massive paycheck and finish his career in Dallas. But I just don't think that's going to be the case i don't know man i think uh the way the rumors have it you never know what's also, going to happen that has to be the main event of night one it has to be it absolutely you cannot have stone cold at wrestlemania breaking his 19 year retirement and it not be the main event of at least one of the nights of wrestlemania right if it's like if it's just a segment of like kevin owens is going to come out and like talk to stone cold or have some kind of like meeting or something or have like the kevin owens show Ugh. featuring stone cold that's a whole different story yeah that's not what's being reported it's no. being reported that they're, that he's supposed to be breaking his retirement and actually working which would be nuts it would be absolutely insane but speaking of people with uh injuries i think yeah, an, injury, an injury might have happened at elimination chamber drew mcintyre versus madcap moss i did not care about this match going into it, but holy, holy shit. This match was really good. It was so much better. It yeah. had no reason to be as good as it was. And at one point, Madcap, oh my god, Madcap got spiked and like, we were both just like, stop the match and the match. Yeah. Why aren't we ending? Like, even oh, Happy screamed. Corbin. I screamed loud. And then they kept replaying it. Yeah. Like, stop replaying it. Didn't need that. Happy Corbin was on the outside of the ring, and even he was, like, had the most genuine, like, scared reaction. Yeah, he, he... tried to, like, pause everything. Yes. Like, he pulled Madcap out of the ring. He kind of chased uh, Drew McIntyre a little bit. And, like, he kept trying to, it seemed like, kept trying to give Madcap some time. Yes. And Madcap did not, first of all, props to Madcap Moss for this 100%. Match. This dude has earned so much of my respect. Yes. With like one, he's he's taking this gimmick and he's and he's trying to make it work, and that's always impressive because like he's kind of getting over as a heel. He is a little bit funny. He's a fantastic athlete, but like the fact that he got absolutely dropped hard, hard on his head, slammed onto his head. That dude, one hundred percent, has a concussion. Has to. Has to. And didn't miss a single beat. No. And I think he was, like, annoyed that Baron Corbin kept trying to slow him down. It's like he didn't know he landed on his head. Right. Like, I don't I don't want anyone to have to go on Twitter and watch this. 
but good lord. Like, if you watch this, you'd think, oh, this guy's obviously paralyzed. Even the rest. That was way worse than when Lance Archer did his moonfall. Yes. And they kind of, like, they changed the finish of that match and kind of worked around it. And then Lance Archer took a decent amount of time off afterwards. Yeah, Madcap's going to be Madcap, in pain on that flight home. Yeah, I, ex- I don't want him to fly. No. He like, needs to, like, stay in Saudi Arabia for, like, a couple He needs to go to the weeks. hospital. Yeah. And even the ref's face was just, like, frozen in just, like, a Yeah, face. she wanted like, this she, match to end so she, many times. I, you could see her saying things to Drew and to Madcap, because they do check in every now and then. But, like, you could see her saying things to the point where I was like, yo, she's trying to end this match. Like, and they were not ending this match. And then it, they Which do think, end like, it. Madcap wasn't, like, he looked... He was acting fine. Yes. But, like, it was one of those things where it's, like, if he sold it a little bit more, I feel like they might have just gone with a quicker finish. Yeah. Because it would have been very easy I mean, easy adrenaline is a real thing. But, like, good God. Like, that was crazy. And, like, Drew McIntyre obviously gets the win, but, like, Madcap fought so long after that. And, I mean, give that I'm man saying, a bonus. It was a good, like, eight to ten minutes after he got yeah. spiked. He was still fighting. And it should have been... Two minutes. Give Two him minutes some rest. After that. I don't want to see him again for a while. Put him in a neck brace. Put him in a bubble. Just get him off of TV and just let him kind of relax. Right. Let that man get some rest because that was for sure a concussion. Uh, there was another concussion. I'm going to say that like quotes concussion. Yeah. Th- this see, this is the problem with like this kind of shit. Yes. Because you had Mad Cat Moss actually get dropped on his fucking head hard. Yeah. And we replayed it, so like it's not like the guys in the back didn't know what happened. Right. They saw that shit, and they didn't stop that match or even like call like an audible. But in this men's elimination chamber for the WWE Championship, the first elimination of this match is Bobby Lashley gets removed from it because Seth Rollins has Austin Theory for like a, a variation of a buckle bomb, but into the pod. And that pod collapses and not quote-unquote, I'm doing the finger quotes that you guys can't see, <laughs> But he knocks Bobby Lashley out, and they pull him out of this match, and he just doesn't come back. And they announce it later on that, like, yeah, Bobby Lashley's not coming back. We have a new champion. But, like, come on. Yeah, it's they the elimination were like, chamber. They straight up said he has a concussion. He's not coming back. And, like, it was annoying because we had just seen a man get a concussion. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, like, this was definitely not the same. We know that this was just so that Lashley was taken out. So that now he has that storyline where he can go, well, I didn't lose it. But it's also, like, this is the fu- – this is – so So if you'll recall, <laughs> Seth Rollins and Bray Wyatt had the worst Hell in a Cell match of yes. all time. Yes. And they stopped that match, which led to a lot of hate. Seth Rollins – you know, acknowledged it on his, uh, I think it was on the Broken Skull uh, session with Stone Cold. Like, he hated that match because everybody fucking hated that match. Because yes. they stopped an elimination chain, or I'm sorry, they stopped a Hell in a Cell match, which is ridiculous. The whole point is that this match is supposed to punish you. This match is supposed to hurt. Mm-hmm. The same thing goes with the Elimination Chamber. Bobby Lashley's knocked out. Okay, too fucking bad for you, bro. Yeah, you got time before your before yeah, your, your pod opens. Gonna open. They're going to drag your ass out and they're going to pin you if you don't get up. Exactly. This whole like he has a concussion nonsense. I don't like when concussions are storyline because concussions are fucking real. Yes. And like they are extremely serious. And to like make light of it of like oh we're just going to fly him home. First of all, he can't just fly home if he got a concussion. Right. 
they're just like, oh, we're, we're just going to fly him home and he, he's he's not coming back. No, that's not how any of this works. That's literally not how this works here. I get that you don't want Bobby Lashley to be pinned in this it, match. That's exactly it. I get that. And that's and like you want to find a way to, you know, to get that title off and get, get onto Brock as much as we, as we don't want to see that. We have to, right? So we have mm, to get Bobby out of this match in to. some way. Just kick him in the nuts or something. Right. Do anything else. Like, make him, you know, punish him to the point of, like, you know, maybe he, he quote-unquote hurts his knee and, like, gets rolled up. And, like, it's a, it's a strange finish that way. Right. So that way he kind of gets out, like, oh, I didn't get beat. I got blindsided or something. Or have four guys hit their finish at the same or time. Or here's an idea. Don't put him in the match. Well, he has to be. He's and then have a different match later of him versus the person... But instead, we have him in the match. He gets concussed. He's out of the match. So when it was actually his turn to come out in the pods, it was just his pod. <laughs> this actually, and, I liked this part. And Brock Lesnar's pod were the only two pods that still had people in them. And the number, the countdown clock starts and it goes to Bobby Lashley's pod. He's obviously not in it. He was already announced that he's taken out of this match. Brock Lesnar kicks through his pod it's so funny though because the, the pod didn't break the way it should have like no. it should have like the whole it made brock look piece. scarier than what he is i know because like the whole piece what should have come out you'd think right yeah. instead he kicked a fucking hole in it that you can see after when he, yes. he does his spot with austin theory which we'll get to in a second but like he climbed through this little fucking hole Yo. in the pod and then just proceeded to literally at, at one point, Corey Graves was like, he's he's virtually eliminated everyone. No. No, he actually. He literally eliminates everyone. He killed them all. He F5s Riddle. He F5s Seth Rollins. He F5s AJ Styles. Bobby Lashley's already gone. This match ends up being Brock Lesnar and Austin Theory. And Austin Theory tried to just like, when AJ got eliminated and he's like, he got basically, he got eliminated and then the gate opens and Brock like throws him through the gate and Austin Theory realizes that he's the only one left in there with Brock and tries to run through the gate too. Yeah, and I, Brock's like, eh, eh, like this is locked. Here I we love go. It was very comical. He was trying to plead with Brock at one point. At another point, he looks up, realizes that like you can't get out of the elimination chamber, climbs the elimination chamber and squeezes through yeah, the, the chains yeah. and almost gets out of this elimination chamber. But, you know, Brock Lesnar being the scary human being, beast that he is, just scales that mm-hmm. and just F5s him off of the top of an elimination chamber pod. Yeah, props to Austin Theory for taking that and just Jesus being like, you know Christ. what? Hey, hey, Austin, can we F5 you off of the top of the pod? Yeah, sure, why not? Like, Austin Theory, I thought, was hilarious in this because like, he low blows Brock Lesnar and like almost gets the finish and then he starts to run. Right. Right, because now he's really pissed off Brock Lesnar. And Brock just throws him off the top of the pod with an F5 and then drags his lifeless body into the ring, pins him one, two, three. Brock Lesnar's your new WWE champion. Brock Lesnar will face Roman Reigns to unify the WWE and the WWE Universal Championship. It's champion versus champion at WrestleMania. Are we unifying it and making it one title, or are we just going to put two belts on one guy? I honestly have no idea. They haven't really talked about it, but it is champion versus champion. Yes. And the winner takes all. And it's a match that I don't think – so a casual fan will look at this and be like, oh, this is really cool. It's a, it's champion versus champion. That's got to mean something really big. But like for like the yeah. people that are watching consistently, it's like, why? Why do why? we – like this is going to be like the fourth time that Brock Lesnar has fought Roman Reigns. Like and at like, Mania. And 
that's fine because as we've talked about on this podcast, it's it's different. You have a completely different dynamic. Paul Heyman is in Roman Reigns' corner. Roman Reigns is the the dominant champion. He's the heel. Brock Lesnar's the face. Right. You already had that dynamic. And you could have just had Brock versus Roman Reigns. And you could have just had them for neither title. Right. right. Instead, Brock wins the Royal Rumble and then wins the Elimination Chamber. So he is now the champion and the winner of the Royal Rumble and wants to face the other champion. And now you have both titles in one match. Well, I hope that, like, I don't think this is going to happen, but it would be nice if it did. If he came out like, you know what? I'm the champion now. I'm also the Rumble winner. I no longer want to face Roman Reigns. Like, I face myself. Like, I want to face somebody else like i want somebody well, no, to already face me it. the but, match graphics already yes, been made it like it is 100 going to be brock versus roman i hate it uh i think a lot of people are not going to be as excited for it and it, the, sh- the bad part is we know that this is going to be a main event what's well, so in on these wrestlemania cards we always know the main event pretty well in advance yes like we knew in november basically like i before that the brock versus roman was going to make i think charlotte ronda is going to be a main event and i or bianca like one of the women is going to be a main event and then night one of night one and then brock lesnar roman reigns of night two all hinging on is stone cold actually coming back for a match because i think that would main event your night one i think that would be how it should be done um if you bring back cody at some point between now and WrestleMania, I think that's a possibility that he could main event night one. I don't know who his, you know, opponent would be, uh, but I mean, you have now so many guys, and you're gonna have so many matches that are non-title, which is fine, because like I really do hope that they put together this AJ Styles and Edge match that both guys seem to really want. I think that would be great. Um, and I mean, if you have the Kevin Owens and Austin Theory thing, you have Sami Zayn versus Johnny Knoxville, which is insane to say out loud. Uh, you have like the tag. You said Kevin Owens versus Austin Theory. You mean Kevin Owens versus Stone, Stone Cold? Cold. Steve Austin. Yeah, there's too many Austins. Um, but I just got so confused. I was like, wait, was that announced? No. And like, yeah, like, what do you do with Austin Theory? Right. Like, I'm Seth sure there Rollins. Are, like, like, there will what do you be, do like, with your these guys? Andre the Giant Battle Royal. I'm sure will be a thing. There's a lot of questions that will obviously be answered in the coming yeah over weeks. the next few weeks. But I mean, we have a lot of answers already. We know the main event, and we know that. We know Roman Reigns is going to beat Brock Lesnar at WrestleMania. Yes. There's no way it's going the other way. So if you don't unify it, then he holds both titles and you hope that, like, Money in the Bank winner takes one off of him at some point. Something. Right? He's got, he, like, him carrying the title of both shows, I think, is a terrible idea. Me too. I think it's just, it doesn't make any sense to do with as, as like, start making new stars. Exactly. Like, exactly elevate these guys like you, you, the brock lesnar quote this past week was like guys need to get themselves over it's like they can't because the only people getting over are the same two people every single paper right and we talk about this all the time because this is not just on the men's side this is also on the women's side like it's, so, yeah, same it's exact the thing. same thing we have it where it's just the same four people in rotation and, and it's then, not hard to make new stars no it, look at what they did for bianca look at what they're doing with austin theory yeah, like, it's not hard to do this, guys. It's, it's like, just you know, a matter of doing it. Yeah, like, you know the formula. And, like, the reason we named last week's episode was, what was it, like, uh... So many options. So many options. It was AEW reference, because there's so many options at the top of AEW yes. at the main event scene. You have CM Punk and Brian Danielson. You have Hangman Page. You have Kenny Omega. You have MJF. There's so many options, and AEW treats them all like they are the stars. Yes. They are. 
in WWE, you you just keep giving us the same exact shit, and we're gonna watch it because we're fans. Yes. Like I, I'm not one of. We don't like to be negative. We don't like to be like the. I don't cer- know, man. Some things I want to be negative about, well, but you don't want to be like the certain. <laughs> people on twitter that like no. they just complain about everything wwe does right. as if they haven't as we if they do everything wrong. a chance exactly and um, some things i really do enjoy like that uh, women's yeah. elimination chamber was like we said the best match it was the best match of the night the best match of the night find like there is a lot of good shit on these shows just yes. because you don't like the outcome of certain things and what certain things are going to be built towards and the main event of certain shows don't want them don't watch it then right it is the main event. Turn it off before the main event happens, and you already saw the whole show. Like I don't think anybody expected that women's elimination chamber match to be the best match on the card, but no. it was because we gave it a chance, and it really it was fantastic. And I don't think anybody, including us, thought that Drew McIntyre and Madcap Moss was going to be the second best show of the night. Yeah, I don't think anybody thought Madcap was going to almost die and then he would be <laughs> fine. And like he's not fine. And though. Drew McIntyre swung a sword at Baron Corbin, <laughs> no. and we're all supposed to be like that was an attempted murder. And then also like ran. With this sword and dropped Madcap while holding the sword. Like, don't run with scissors. That also was... equates to don't run with swords. Yeah, that was so corny. <laughs> um, but like, yeah, there are like, and they they made a star out of Drew McIntyre, who is in this holding pattern. So like, there are WWE has does have so many options. They just refuse to they actually just refuse go with to any use of them. them. That's like, all it is. So yeah, I mean, the build to WrestleMania is going to be interesting, as much as we already know there are a lot of people still that don't have those matches. And that's what is going to be the most interesting part of WWE television over the next few weeks. Because, I mean, we we don't have any more shows until WrestleMania. Right. And it's the next we are live event. on the road to WrestleMania. This is the time to finalize all of that stuff. It's not like it's going to be up until the very, very last SmackDown as they're finalizing things. Like, everything will basically be in the works by the next, like, three weeks i'd yeah. say and i'm intrigued i love mania mania is is christmas it's the it's the biggest event of the year and if you are a wwe fan if you're a wrestling fan yeah wrestling you, fans you're gonna watch like it. you're going to watch it it's Even wrestlemania fans are gonna watch it yes i'm gonna have exactly. friends of mine that don't watch wrestling be like hey what's your peacock password and i'm gonna yes. give it to them because yes. they're gonna watch it and they're gonna love it and they'll probably watch it for brock lesnar which makes me angry but that's a conversation i'll have with them when we have it yeah you know and i just i I can't wait to see where it goes. I can't wait to see if Lita is actually like coming back for a little bit more than just this match because I do love me some Lita. I'm excited to see what happens with Cody Rhodes. Are we going to see Stone Cold at WrestleMania? These are all things that we'll find out over the next few weeks and we'll come back and talk about them over the next few weeks. We also have Revolution coming uh, up. Yeah, on March 6th. Uh, We didn't get to do a lot of AEW talk this week, so make sure that you're tuning in next week because we'll go over a little bit of stuff that happened this past week as well as this coming week for AEW. Follow us everywhere at HeBookSheBook and make sure to like, follow, subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks for listening guys.